Hello and welcome to Gank That Drink. Gank That Drink. A supernatural drinking game podcast. It's a podcast where we what we make up drinking game rules. We play along as we recap uh, one of our favorite episodes of one of our favorite shows, Supernatural. And then at the end, we decide how well the rules play out, how well we like them, and we tell you what's coming up on the next episode. But who are we? <laughs> Who's that over there? <laughs> this is uh, this is Nate McWhorter of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. And who are you? I'm Chrissy Lenz of the Neighborhood Comedy Theater in downtown Mesa, Arizona. Hey, what a coincidence, the two of us meeting up here. What? How crazy. It's almost <laughs> like it was fate or destiny. Uh, what episode uh, what are, are we you... doing today? What, well, what are you drinking? Oh, what am I drinking? I'm just drinking a Modelo Especial, a tall boy, a 24-ouncer from a convenience store. What are you drinking? I'm uh, I'm the usual Topo Chico. Topo Today Chico. I'm going with nice. uh, strawberry guava. Excellent. So that's what I'm into. Like a, a twelve pack of that sitting on the table right over here, right as as we talk. There is some sitting hey. on the table, just uh, winking at you. Yeah, just sitting over there. Uh, it's open, but it has not been put in the fridge. Nor do we have mm. ice, so. Uh, uh -oh. I don't like drinking them. I don't like drinking them lukewarm. That's not my no, my no. So I it's not a lukewarm cold, drink. No, no. Uh, only cold can of beer in my fridge right now is this giant Modelo. <laughs> Excellent. So that's well, that's your go-to the these days. It really is. It is my go-to. Uh, I, I I quite enjoy it. Uh, Excellent. I don't, I don't it's know a why. good it's hot tasty. hot day yeah. beer. Yeah, great hot day and beer. You can get it pretty it much anywhere hot these day days. Beer. It's a hot it's day beer day. Hot right it's a hot yeah. day beer day. It's going to be a hot day beer month. Hot yeah. day beer year. Uh, mm. Yeah, we're talking today, Chrissy. The episode we're talking, though, is season 11, episode 7, Plush. Plush. This is a creepy ass episode oh, this is an episode it's that we've a done super creepy episode yeah no, it's a scary it's, it's one up there it's very scary there's like there uh, are scenes that they show uh I, I don't know if they show all the time um like the actual like killing of a person or whatever is uh mm -hmm. something that gets shown or a couple actual killings a person that the props department was asked to do quite a bit in a few scenes uh yeah, yeah. And and boy, do they do it! They so, sure do. Uh, yeah, they no, really this is a, an episode that we've done a mashup for at Phoenix, the Phoenix Comic Fusion Fest, and uh, uh, I remember enjoying it and loving it quite a bit when we first mm -hmm. did it uh, for that, mm -hmm. and so uh, that's why I chose it because I just it's one that sticks out. It's got one of our favorite, most memorable side characters, one that people clamor for and even wanted a whole whole spinoff series uh, uh, mm -hmm. wanted her in and in, in Donna um, and it's her third appearance on the show I believe yeah and yeah it's it's just a, a an absolutely again terrifying I don't want to say delightful episode because there's so many creepy 
parts of it. Really creepy it deaths. Is a yeah. Fun episode to watch. Yeah. And this is your episode, so you're covering yes. the recap. Yes, I will do the recap. But first, we gotta we gotta go over our rules. Yep. Here we so go. So our drinking rules for season eleven, episode seven, plush. The first one is mask attack. Mask Anytime attack. a mask attacks, we're drinking. Uh, we're drinking yep. for what I call Donna isms. Okay. So any one of those lovely little catchphrases or something that's just like that's so Donna. Um, similar to our Garth, Garth does Garth or, or that's mm-hmm. so Garth. Uh, mm-hmm. Sammy sees a clown. That's one rule we got going on this episode. Uh, Donna Doug digs is what I have <laughs> written down here. So anytime Donna takes a, a dig, at good old Doug there, her new, mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. new police partner, uh, we're taking a drink. Uh, we're taking a drink for, for our salt circle. Stay inside the circle. And, of course, we drink twice if they don't stay inside the circle. Yep. Uh, and then we're drinking for prayer talk. Anytime the boys are just talking prayer. Uh, I have a, <laughs> I have a suggested rule. Okay. Rabbit puns. Yeah, I, I upon second watch, I was like, oh, we really should have done rabbit puns. So I like that as a rule. I, I say we added Okay, it. I counted them. Because, boy, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Rabbit okay, awesome. puns. All right. Uh, in we go to the, our episode of Plush. Beep, beep, if we're beep, ready. Beep. We ready? Woo, 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 woo. I'm ready. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie. Upon my most recent rewatch, I didn't watch the then. So I'm not entirely okay. sure of what they would show during the then. Um, okay. But it, it, it basically, we don't have to deal with it a whole lot in the episode. It's mostly... Uh, Sammy is getting these visions from what we learned Mm -hmm. to be later on as Lucifer, but he thinks right now it is God. So uh, that is kind of the pretense for both our opening and our closing scenes in this episode and the Mm -hmm. prayer talking parts of the episode is when the boys are talking prayer. Because Sammy opens this episode, uh, uh, well, the first time we see him at least is when he is is praying there in the bunker uh, trying to figure out his visions. But this episode begins... Uh, in in a small town in Minnesota, and we've got a uh, a husband and a wife, and and they seem a little bitter at each other, and and it's because the husband looks like he's a big huge jerkwad, because um, yeah. he seems like he really is just a big huge jerkwad. And, he's not uh, a helpful yeah, man. So, he won't he won't help no. with the dishes. He won't take out the trash. He's not nope. being so she does uh, that. a good partner. Not one bit. He says the game's in overtime. Can I do it after, even though you know he's not going to do it after the game is over? So uh, she's taking out the trash. While she's taking out the trash, a killer guy in a bunny costume sneaks into the house, stabs the husband, who's like, hey, honey, give me another brewski. And then you hear the Mm -hmm. fridge open. You hear the brewski open. You see the brewski in a hand that's not his wife's. And then uh, the brewski is promptly smashed over the man's head. And shoved into his body with broken shards of glass, killing the guy. And we have our first death and also title card. Uh, yeah, that is, they do, again, they set it up, the real creepiness with the bunny costume, with the bunny head, with every, like, yeah, the little false uh, 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 jump scare with the wife outside. Mm-hmm. Everything in this first kind of set piece is really nicely setting up our episode. 
so and this is when uh, then we get eerily silent too like because the bunny the when the characters and the masks are killing people they're not saying anything and that yeah, makes it really anything. eerie yeah um so this is also our first mask attack so we're drinking for that take a drink drinking all right we get to uh the bunker where the boys uh again the sam's praying um trying to figure out these visions Mm-hmm. It's useless uh, and funny. Um, and then Dean's like, what, what are you doing? Why, why, why? And 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 we have this whole conversation about, is it so hard to believe that there's angels and demons and not a god and all this? And there's the boys are kind of trying to figure out this whole puzzle of life, aren't we all? Uh, that's when they get a call. And uh, uh, the call ends with Dean saying, killer bunny. And yeah. uh, that's when we then cut to... Um, our uh uh we cut to the the to minnesota we're basically we're in minnesota the boys are going they're gonna go help donna because they get the call from donna and they show up and they're in the police station and she's so happy to see them uh and we get a little intro with donna and she has a few of her fun little quips and 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 sayings and things a few donna isms in that first uh yeah there's a bunch of her and yeah there's a bunch for sure um, and then that's uh, when we also meet her new Doug as well uh, is in this opening scene. But then we get into the jail cell with the old hippity hop, as Dharma says. Yeah. And uh, again, the whole thing, she says, yeah, this guy, he stabs, he stabs the guy and then just walks out the door. And like it took all the cops to bring him down. He's really strong, but we couldn't get the head off anything short of a chainsaw. Uh, we, we just couldn't get this thing off. So the boys go in, they start interviewing them. This is where you get all your rabbit puns are basically yep. in these two scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene before they go into the cell and then while they're in the cell, uh, <laughs> Sam's line <laughs> of the, uh, what's the matter, Raj? Were you framed? And like Dean, uh, Dean looks at him like he's the only one who can make rabbit puns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. it, I love that part good. where he makes a really lame joke and gets teased for it. Yeah, even though Dean's been doing it the whole time. Uh, he's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, oh, uh, what are you doing? Uh, so we, the boys notice that the masked person is wearing a shirt that says Minnesota Tech. And it has a tattoo that says Kylie Forever. So off they go to the campus of Minnesota Tech to interview every Kylie they can find, which apparently must be a small mm-hmm. school. There's only four Kylies. Um, yeah. And so they they get to the last one. This Kylie says, oh, that's my boyfriend. You found him. Thank God. We went to this thrift store yesterday to buy a costume for an off-campus party. And he, as soon as he put that thing on, he was like a completely different person. So now the boys are mm-hmm. like, okay, we have some sort of possessed or cursed object. Mm-hmm. We got to get back, get this thing off that guy and destroy it but before they can do that uh uh, donna and doug apparently they tranked him i didn't yeah i I don't get the point of this scene i don't get where they're taking this guy yeah you're right i don't get where that why they're transporting him especially when he's still got the hat on yeah i don't i don't get the point I, i still just don't understand why we they needed it but they do uh, as basically a, a device to uh, to kill this poor young man um, with a police with. Yeah, this this scene's uh, 
not great. <laughs> I agree. The police shooting uh, a person in the back who is innocent. Um, uh, yeah, that was that one's. I wish they kind of would have done something a little different in mm-hmm. this one, but it is what it is. Uh, it exists how it and exists. They, they so, make Donna look like a fool too, because she's like, "You just gotta engage the core and lift with the legs." And she can't pick him up. Yeah, she's like trying to, yeah, she can't pick him up because she's like, but she's like, I do CrossFit. I think the point of that was trying to be like, Donna's like really being unnecessarily hard to this guy because mm-hmm. she's not, you know, she's not giving him a fair chance. Because but the uh, bad guy in the last kind of episode a, was a, also named Doug. Oh, oh really? Oh, yeah. in her, in the, her last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was like her cop partner or whatever and right. he was Doug and yeah she was like into him or whatever so because that's what that in the first scene the boy's like I think he's got a little crush on you and she's like oh a cop named Doug no thanks I don't mm-hmm. I'd be like having a type or whatever like I'm not gonna do that so she's like I think that's the point of the scene is to really just kind of give her a moment to like be mean to him but I uh, ending it with the like we're gonna shoot the guy that was yeah and as soon as they shoot but him, it is another mask attack. Off. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just like this normal kid that they've now killed. Uh, and yeah, so that one. And then we get the scene of them uh, destroying the bunny mask, thinking it's going to be over. And Donna's like, I can't believe it. Like, he was innocent. He was just a victim too. Like, and then this is, you know, Dean says, no one else dies, not this way. Uh, mm-hmm. And we think everything is good, except not because it's only 20 minutes into the episode. Mm-hmm. We cut to a high school gym where a uh, football coach is have who who is later going to accuse a character of our, eventually are bad. Uh, we learn that he accuses him of inappropriate behavior with children. So this high school coach is having a nighttime workout with one player in yeah. the weight room. Just by Not himself. Appropriate. So, yeah, we're going to talk about being inappropriate and uh, not having the right checks and balances going on uh, in this whole school district. I think this is an administrative issue that this school yeah. needs to really solve <laughs> in Cottage Grove, Minnesota. Um, so, yeah, the coach is, is basically telling the kid, like, I'll be I'll be in here if you need a spot, uh, you know, whatever. It's making some sort of comment to being a coach. The kid's working out. And then we see uh, the creepy school mascot, which the school mascot's like the gestures, which is just weird, and also rhymes with the bad with the bad's name, Chester the Jester. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the Jester mascot comes in, has a kettlebell, and just starts mollywhopping the coach with the kettlebell in the office. Uh, they cut away from that and apparently you know then they cut to cut back to the same scene it's a crime scene the boys are there don is there uh they say that the coach did not die but he is in a coma and they have the the masked person in custody uh the quarterback is like oh he's got to be a pretty strong guy even though he's scrawny because i hold the state bench record dean's like oh yeah what do you bench he's like four plates on each side I'm like, no, that's not how anyone says their bench number. You would say like a weight. How many pounds? Yeah. Like how many, how many pounds? pounds? How many yeah. plates? What? Are, yeah. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. 
the whole a whole sports side of this episode is weird uh, and just sloppily or lazily kind of written, I feel like. So, uh, yeah, they uh, uh, go to they take the masked mascot to the police station where no one else has seen this, by the way. This is they're the only people for some reason who've ever seen them like. Anyway, they shoot the the gesture with some salt pellets. We get this great scene between Dean and Donna where Dean's like, we need salt. And she like goes into her fanny pack. She has a whole thing of salt. And she tells us that uh, it's her diet secret is that she has one bite of dessert and then pours salt all over it uh, to ruin the taste. And she says it works for everything except salted caramel. Uh-huh, which is uh-huh. a great line. But Absolutely I, I hate... Line. That's the thing I don't like about the Donna character is that they're always making jokes about her weight and she's not overweight. Yeah. No, she's not. Not at all. I think that because it's part of it's not part of the first episode. That's the second episode that she's in, right? Is the mm-hmm. Weight Watchers one is the Fat Suckers one? That's yeah. the second episode she's in. So, yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That is a part of not my the favorite. Not like, my favorite uh, the weight, trope the of the show. Line. Yeah, no, and it just is not. Yeah, I don't get it. Not very modern. I don't get why it had to? No, it's not very modern. But uh, again, it is what it is, and it's and it's done, and 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 they made it, and it's just there, and we just have to use it as a way to look at how people looked at the world at that time, I guess. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah and this, this uh, episode is from 2015, so maybe we weren't so uh, uh, wise. To we really should not be. I feel like was like we really should have been like not fat shaming people. Were probably uh, yeah. It's it was. I wonder if like because this one's 2015, but because they had the thread line in the early, you know, the thread line in the earlier episodes, they felt like they had to keep it a little bit in this one. I don't know. Um. So they shoot the possessed person, the possessed mask person, gesture person with the salt gun. Cause Dean's like, I was thinking more of something like this and gets out salt pellet gun, shoots the little girl. The girl's like, what's going on? I have no idea. I didn't know. Like the coach, I had the PE, you know, coach for PE is a hard ass, but like, I didn't want to kill him. So, uh, now and they're we like, see okay, the we ghost like wafting out. Don't we? Yeah, yeah. The the ghost like smokes out. Yes, the ghost smokes out of the out of her out of the mask and like goes away. So they know it's a ghost. Um and then they basically put Donna and Doug on the assignment of like collecting all the costumes they can find. Not yet though. Uh but they, they, they go Donna's like already kind of got him. Yeah, they go talk to the sister, but they did they do find out that like Someone donated this gesture costume to the mm-hmm. school. Someone mm-hmm. had got the bunny. They got the bunny costume from the thrift store. So, like, mm-hmm. something's going on with costumes in this town. So, they go talk to this sister of the person who donated the costume to the school. And she says, yes, he was a child, you know, a party entertainer for children. Um, and then he committed suicide not too long ago. And, uh, but he had, like, all these costumes. So, that's when then they get a list of costumes from the sister uh, and of course, she has like a, a, a tweenage or young teenage son um, who was really close with Chester and everything. We, we meet this character and uh, Donna let ch- lets him check out the cop car, which is another like some of the police themes even in this episode are very it, like odd, I think. Yeah. Um, so 
uh, yeah, they but they get a list of all the costumes that Chester had. Uh, they they get that list to Donna, who uh, gets it to Doug, who Doug's already been going and getting as many costumes or whatever as he can, because uh, she's like, we're way, I'm way already a step ahead of you. Uh, so they go, they put Donna and Doug on on costume hunt while the boys uh, decide to go and they need to interview the like relatives of these victims, basically mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. guys that have been killed, like what's going on. Um, and so, or, or attacked so far. Yeah. So they, Sam goes to the hospital to talk to the coach to see if he's going to come out of the coma while Dean's going to go talk to the wife, wife. of the first guy the who got coach killed of the first guy who got killed. Yeah, that's who it is. And, uh, so, this is where Sammy and we, we actually get a point at one point because they're going through like pictures of all the different costumes of Chester and Sam sees a picture of the clown costume and gets like really freaked out. So that's one of our drinks. So Sammy sees a clown uh, in that picture and gets really freaked out. So take a drink. Uh, when he taking a drink, Sam goes to the hospital, um, which before Sam, we, before we see Sam in the hospital, we see the clown in the hospital in the creepiest scene of the whole show, maybe of all of Supernatural, this whole clown scene is so terrifying and so just like, oh, man, the music, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally just creepy clown music. Clown walks into hospital room, slices man's throat, uh, calmly walks away into elevator. <laughs> yeah, holding close, the bloody, holding scalpel. the bloody scalpel dripping yeah. in his hand. I think the creepiest part is when so this the el- clown steps into the elevator with Sam, and then slowly turns yeah. around to face him. Yep, absolutely. That's terrifying. never that's never Nightmare a good stuff. moment. If you're in an elevator and the person no, turns around to face you, you're already in trouble. Even if it's not a creepy clown with a bloody scalpel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially but if it is a bloody, you know, clown with a bloody scalpel, you should probably just not be, just get out. Don't even give that opportunity to happen. Yep. Just don't be in the elevator with it. So Sam, obviously terrified, manages to fight the clown, um, manages to get some iron on him mm-hmm. and it escapes the, the ghost ex- escapes. And it's just some like really old guy. Seems like maybe like, uh, oh yeah, he said he was playing. It was like some grandpa playing dress up with his grandson or something. Yeah. Uh, and that's where they got the costume. And he was like very confused, had no idea. And I love this. Like Donna comes in and is like, "So let me guess, that guy escapes too?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah," because she's just like she had to let the girl go. And they were like, "No one's seen her face. Just let her go. Like say she, you know, is the whoever it was overpowered you." And so. <laughs> She thought is just like, oh my gosh, like I have all these murders happening and I have no suspects, even though like all the killers have been caught. We just can't ID them before they somehow escape and overpower. And yeah. overpower poor uh, Donna. So they make her yeah, look incompetent at her like, job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the boys aren't very nice to her. Like ever. But especially like this episode. I just remember always thinking that too. Like they're really just using poor Donna. She, she's like, oh, yeah. She's so happy at the end when they're like, you're a hunter. And I'm like, honey, you, they just like didn't, you did, <laughs> you got the masks. That's what you got, Donna. Yeah, Thanks that's for what that. you got. Uh, 
you did the mask thing and then we just kind of treated you like dirt the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, they, uh, leave the hospital. So now, now like the full court press is on to find out really what's going on with these masks. Uh, this is when then Dean is interviewing the wife of the first Vic and she, he brings up Chester. And this is when we learn that Chester's sister wasn't fully truthful. Cause they did ask her like, do you, did he ever know the victims? And she said, no, I don't think he ever knew those guys. Well, we find out that he did know these guys because actually he probably didn't really know these guys. They knew him because they accused him of crossing the line with their children. They had gone to his sister to like confront her about it. She told them to go like scare him. Yeah. So she's really and the so bad guy. In doing the, yes, she really is the bad guy. Uh, so in doing they so they decide to scare him by holding him by his feet over a tall bridge, uh, on the edge of a tall bridge, which, like, I don't uh, know. And then, of course, they drop him because the guy freaks out. Chester freaks out. They drop him and he dies. And oh, yeah, there is this line um, when we first learn about Chester having committed, quote, you know, quote, committed suicide. Donna mm-hmm. says, she's like, oh, I remember Chester's suicide. Real sad. And then the sister, when we have the flashback, because the boys after the hospital then go back to Chester's sister's place to be like, okay, lady, tell us what's really going on. And that's when we get this really long flashback scene of what happened to Chester with the two guys. Uh, she says like, oh, yeah, a couple of months ago, those two came around accusing Chester of crossing the line with kids. So Donna was like super flippant and like nonchalant about this like, suicide in a small town with this guy and she's just like oh yeah i remember that i was sad but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. obviously they didn't do any investigating into this death as like a possible homicide right. uh and it was just like oh and it seems like fairly recent that it would have kind of shook up the town a little bit or whatever right uh or been like more present on her mind than just like oh oh yeah that thing that was what whatever Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I just thought like those kind of two lines, uh, uh, were very like on in the episode where, yeah, Donna just seems to not really care anyway. So, uh, the, we get the flashback, we get the guys, they actually killed Chester, uh, by dropping him over the bridge. Uh, they came back and told the sister it was an accident. Like everyone in this episode, like <laughs> I'm surprised Chester, I guess he was trying to come back and get her too. Right. Like in the, in end. the end with the deer head, that's who he's. Probably trying to come after because that the ghost that the ghost didn't know the sister was involved until he overheard it at the same time she was telling yeah. Sam and Dean. Yep, that's what it seemed like to me too. Okay. So uh yes, we get her doing that, and then we get the attack with the deer head mask that the kid is on the kid. They're able to get the mask off the kid the ghost of chester actually starts coming around we get a great fight between the ghost and dean inside while sam is outside trying to uh, burn the mask the ghost does like attack sammy as he's going to uh, you know uh, uh burn it the first time so we have a little drama this is where we also get dean pouring the salt circle and telling them to stay inside the circle which they Take do they stay we actually inside. get people who stay inside the circle yay um yeah we burn the mask the mask gets burned and uh, the ghost disappears. 
And uh, the day is saved. The boys have done their job. They've, they've saved the people. They've hunted the things. Uh, and <clears throat> we get a nice little epilogue moment with Donna and Doug at the end. Yeah. Uh, where they tell her, like, you're basically a hunter now. There's, you know, three three of these things down. Also, like, lay off Doug. He seems like he's trying. Yeah. Um, we get a cool little moment of Donna and Doug at the end where he's like, I've got baggage too, you know. Um, the Minnesota accents are are prime and thick. I love them. <laughs> this... I love them. Um, and then we get a we get a little BM scene in the car at the end with the boys, talking prayer. More prayer talk um, with Sammy, just saying like why he did why he does it and and why he hopes it's not you know has nothing to do with because he keeps seeing these visions of of the cage yeah uh, in hell, which obviously we know is because Lucifer is the one sending him the visions. Yep. We don't know that yet, but we will eventually. And that is season episode. Season episode. That's what it is. Season episode. <laughs> season 11. 11. Episode 7. seven. Uh, Plush. Plush. That, any, anything? I, I know I kind of raced through some stuff. Any? Uh... Oh, I, I forgot to mention our agent names were Elliot and Savage. They were Def Leppard. That's yeah. our... Our homage uh, on the agent names. Um, yeah. Yeah, great I job. I think I covered I think I've got all my notes. It done. is a, for as whimsical as it is with the costumes being the haunted objects, uh, this episode is really dark. It's super dark. Everything about it. I mean, you have like, you have the, you know, child abuse storyline. Like, you've just got like, some dark themes you've got some police brutality and other police stuff like it's just yeah it's one that every time i watch i'm like man it really is just a tough a one creepy creepy episode mm-hmm. yeah not to mention you get the like up close throat slit yeah you got the up close throat slit the stabbing at the beginning like the whole bunny mask is just really creepy like they mm-hmm. wherever they found that thing awesome awesome job so scary. Uh, perfect find um the jester's costume's creepy the clown costume's creepy even the deer head is creepy um yeah i think maybe maybe the issue everyone should have had with chester rather than accusing him of child abuse without any actual facts should have been um just for a children's entertainer he had some really creepy costumes yeah everyone should have pitched in and just got him like friendlier looking costumes. He was a mascot too. <laughs> yeah. I guess he was the school mascot. My guess is he probably like helped in the theater department, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. he probably like made costumes for the theater department or whatever, or, or something like that. That was kind of my guess. And then like on the side, he did like children's parties. Mm-hmm. That was, but like, why would you have a deer costume for a children's party? I, I don't know. A lot of things this episode, I just wanted to be like, I'm not going to ask too many questions. Yeah. Um, but how did our rules play out, Chrissy? Uh, mask attack. I got six. So did I. Okay. That was we a good, it. good uh, I was excited about that one. Uh, how many Donna-isms did you, did you count? I counted ten, including my favorite one was when she said, shoot a hoot. Like, give her a call. Shoot a hoot. Shoot a hoot, yep. <laughs> Shoot me a hoot. Yeah, uh, I have 10 as well. Nice. 
yes, I love yeah, shoot a hoot or up poops creek without a paddle mm-hmm. uh, or a real poop storm or <laughs> uh, yeah, she said so many fun fun little things. How many rabbit puns did you count up? Four. Four rabbit puns. Nice. Uh, how yeah, many we have times the did Sammy seen the What's clown? What's up, duck? Uh, I got two. I got two as well. The picture yeah, and then yeah, only two the actual clown. Yep. Uh, how many Donna Doug digs? I think I missed a lot of Donna Doug digs. I got three. That's how many I got. So okay. there weren't as many as I thought. Um, yeah. I only got three. Uh, I got one stay inside the circle. Uh, yeah. Uh, and they did. And then two, two prayer tuck. All right. So how many is it total? 10, 15, 20, 22, 24, 28 drinks. Yeah. That's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. That'll get you through a Topo Chico. Yeah. That'll get you through probably one and a half drinks. Probably Mm -hmm. if you're drinking 12 ounces. Mm-hmm. All right, it wasn't great the job. Most prolific game, but it was also a hard episode to write rules for. I'm not gonna lie; it was like kind of a kind of a difficult one to come up with stuff for. Well, the next episode we're doing was also hard to come up with rules for, so there's a lot of rules. Okay. <laughs> well, what is that next episode, Chrissy? Season four, episode five. Oh, yeah. Monster movie. The black and white episode. Nice. Which we also have done at a uh, Phoenix fan fusion. Yes, we have. All right. Are you ready for your rules? All right. Ready for the rules. If someone says monster, take a drink. Take a drink for a smoochy napkin. Take a drink anytime they give their agent names. And as usual, double it if you know what band it's from. See, I wouldn't have known uh, Def Leppard uh, off the top of my head, so I would have only had to take one drink. I, I looked, yeah, I didn't know it off the top of my head. I, I looked it up. <laughs> I didn't know it off the top of my head. I just always like to make a note of what agent names they use. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I, I always look up what it is. Uh, there's going to be a recurring theme of things being oversized and undersized. So, take a drink for a big pretzel. Take a drink anytime there's a comically large cup. Take a drink anytime someone says vampire. Take a drink for a tiny bucket. Take a drink for a monster kill. Take a drink for Dracula on a scooter. Take a drink when the villain monologues. We're playing the gank rule. Take a drink anytime someone says gank. Waterfall during the intermission. And then we have a shot or a double drink when Dean describes being rehymenated. And that's it. There's a lot. For a monster movie. All righty. Season four, episode Monster five. Monster movie, season four, episode five. Going way back. Well, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun one. So 
thanks for uh, listening. Be sure that you are uh, liking, rating, reviewing, following us. Uh, where can people find us out in the real world, Nate? In the real world, you can find us at a brick and mortar comedy theater. I don't know of any comedy theaters that aren't brick and mortar. I guess there's some that maybe exist online. Who knows? Sure. Uh, it's called the Neighborhood Comedy Theater uh, in downtown Mesa, Arizona, uh, on Main Street, right off uh, right off Robeson. Uh, if you know where that is, if you don't know where it is, you can go to nctphoenix.com, and there will be an address and directions and a link for tickets and showtimes, and also like workshops and all sorts of fun things that you can do around the neighborhood. Uh, yeah. yeah come see us come visit us come see a show it's we just had an awesome super fun weekend you and i were both just there mm-hmm. both nights mm-hmm. uh and and we had a great time on both friday and saturday night so come check it out people um also follow uh true story fm if you are uh, still with us and you haven't gotten enough of us yet you want to hear our lessons learned and a little bit of extra bonus conversation after you can become a member on True Story FM, truestory.fm, uh, where you can also find my other podcasts, the most excellent 80s movies podcast, and the Cool Time Dice Hour. Uh, thank you for listening. And while you're out there in the world saving people and hunting things, you know, the family business, keep the gank that drank motto in mind, be excellent to each other, and... Party on, dudes. Party on, dudes.